What's up? How you doing? The um, RPG whiz. The RPG. It's a me. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, with your host. Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, and welcome back to another Nerdy Misfit episode. Happy, possibly middle of July. Is that when this is going? I think so. That's the planner. So, today, it's been a while, but we have a guest. Yeah, I'm actually quickly looking when was the last time we had a guest. When we had a guest, that would have been episode 52. I guess it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> and we have more than one. But now we just have someone that was in that episode, but now he's back. He's back. What's up? How you doing? The um, RPG whiz. The RPG. It's a me. I'm doing all right. How are you boys? Doing well. Doing well. We just watched the uh, Craven sorry, the Hunter just... trailer. So <laughs> absorbing it. Matt, Matt's in shock. We're still processing. It was bad. That's the short story. <laughs> there are no words to describe Sony's lack of ability to read the Spider-Man content that it comes from. Does it... I'll always be impressed with how bad they do it. Did you ever watch Morbius? No, I just know... Morbius looks better than this movie. I just know the memes. But Morbius, the memes of Morbius is so funny because it got taken out of theaters and then the crowd was like, no, 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 we want it back in theaters. And then it flunked a second time. Baited. Wow, that was something. (laughs) So yeah, if you... (laughs) I'll be honest, I don't... uh, Well, Matt will probably see it. Matt sees everything that's bad. Matt has this passion of seeing just not good things. Sure, so, sad thing is, I'll probably see it with you. Yeah. So I know, I'm not. Happy I'm sure about we'll get the deets on it, but how bad it is. The trailer was lackluster. Felt like a John Wick movie. I'm more Looks excited like he got for bit One by Piece. A lion. Hey, hey. I'm more excited for One Piece. I'm more excited I realized, for anime I'm sorry. live action than I yeah. am a superhero film. Yeah. Which I mean, by the time this episode came out, if you haven't seen the trailer for One Piece, check out our YouTube channel where I react to it. You should have done a reaction for this one. <laughs> hey, there might I, be a video on our YouTube. If you haven't the, seen it yet, it might be my reaction of Craven the Hunter for feel, the second time. I feel like this is the reaction of Craven the Hunter. Uh, <laughs> we just recorded this. T- titles could be When is something so bad that it, it just sh- should be canned? This time with Sony. Was it directed by Uwe Ball? Is my question. Because it gave me some Uwe Ball. I don't thoughts. think it had a director. Might not even have writers. Didn't have both. Sony higher ups were just like, yeah, I think that's how it is. That's how it works, right? Have him do this, that, that. Man, we're good. Why isn't the Hulk red? He's powered by rage. Because, because there's a there's red Hulk. Because, exactly. Because that's ridiculous. Hulk. There's a red Hulk. That's why he can't be red. <laughs> he wasn't even red originally in the comic books. Jeez. And radioactive. He was gray in the comic books. Gray in the comic books. And yeah. radioactive, that's like. But there's also a gray Hulk. No, there. No, he Grey is. is he is Gray Hulk, because basically. Is there also now a Gray Hulk? There might be, but uh oh, you're thinking of uh, Weapon H technically, who is like Weapon X, which is also mixed with the Hulk. Yes. But the whole Gray Hulk thing goes back to the first two issues when it was, when where he was gray. Color printing. Yeah, and then it was actually a printing issue so because he started longer. bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, the gray started bleeding into the background. You couldn't really see what was the Hulk, what was the background. It was like reading Tokyo Ghoul at one point. You're um, just confused. It was just confused, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, and then like, changed it to green. Happening. And then years later, they brought it back, and it's literally the joke. gray yeah. area between Bruce and the Hulk. Yes. Yeah. Thus, Joe. That we know now. 
That we Joe. know now. Yeah. As, yeah. as we know, Grey Hulk yeah. to be is now. now. Yeah. yeah. Joe. His name is Joe. Joe. Grey Hulk. Grey Joe Hulk. fix it. <laughs> he was part of the Fantastic Four at one point when the Fantastic Four dip and there was a weird team. It was like him, okay. Wolverine, Who hasn't in Marvel Ghost been Rider. Part of the Fantastic Four at this point? Craven the Hunter. <laughs> Which hero? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was a hero in that film. I'm really trying to think because I'm like, well, Spider Man was, She Hulk was, um, there was, was. Ant Man was, Iceman was at one point. Um, what obscure mutant? One, one of those. Professor Xavier. But that you can't have two brains in one, two yeah. two brains can't of that caliber in one. Super group. brains. Sorry, Reed Richards left multiple times. Yeah. He was gone for a couple years. He's died, not died. Died. The clone, the world, alternate universe came back. World. Time traveled. You know his kids, ancestor. You know Kang. Time his traveled. Kids. Was this an X Men story? Hey, we we. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a mutant. He, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's probably some one-off episode in the 90s and the Fantastic Four probably crossed over. Similar what they did with Spider-Man because yeah. yeah. Spider-Man was technically a mutant but wasn't a mutant. It was a mutation. Mutation, yeah. Confusing. But yeah, so <laughs> after that chaos. Um, but this is long, long overdue. We actually briefly, we didn't go into it but we brought it up on podcast past that we wanted to have Tim on for the Wizards of the Coast drama that yes, happened a couple months, months ago. Back. Almost six, six, months, six ago months ago. Six months ago, yeah. I was going to say. But yeah, we wanted to get Tim's take since we are just plebs when it comes to, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. Like, you know, I know there's probably tons of people who don't even know that Wizards of the Coast are like run the game. So, yes. Possibly, yeah. So, Tim. Do you want to give a brief little. Run uh, down. <laughs> spark Explanation, notes, yeah. spark notes. What All happened? Right. Cliff, Cole's notes. Um, okay. So starting in, I think it was 2000 when it first got introduced, Wizards of the Coast had a thing called the Open Gaming License, um, often referred to as the OGL. Um, and it basically allowed outside creators to publish, print, and sell content compatible with whatever edition of Dungeons and Dragons was operational at the time. At the time, it would have been third, I believe. Um, and, you know, because of that, we got um, Paizo making Pathfinder. We've got some really phenomenal systems out there. Um, which have improved the game which overall. Have, oh, hands down. So it's like it's like give, and, give, give. And like even companies like um, Kobold Press, which doesn't necessarily have its own system, like Pathfinder does with Pathfinder, uh, like Paizo does with Pathfinder, my bad, um, but makes ancillary content for Dungeons & Dragons specifically. Right. Um, I have a number of books from them that are basically extra monster manuals. And it opens up the spectrum of just things that I can run because there's only so many times I can throw goblins at a group of people before they go, <laughs> it's a goblin. Yeah, goblins. Yeah. Goblin. But do y'all know what a red cap is? No. No. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a fey goblin that wounding it actually heals the dang thing. Oh, okay. So you have to cast healing magic on them to do damage to them. What a twist. At least that's what it was in older editions. Yeah. Um but like because of that, um, you know, we've gotten all these big producers now. Even Critical Role has gotten in on the game yep. um, with their Teldori campaign settings. Um and uh I guess that was grinding at Wizards Gears a little bit. We don't have a full explanation on why they did it, but they drastically at the end of 2022, they announced that they were changing the OGL. Um, 
their justification for it. Let me see if I got it here. Um, Money. The no, no, that, no. They would never. That's the subtext. Um, <laughs> their justification for it was um, probably they were improve. attempting to blat- They were attempting to restrict content that was blatantly racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, bigoted, or otherwise discriminatory. Uh, it was to protect people. To protect people, you know, from that one percent of content that gets made. Probably less than one percent of content that gets made. That's any of that nonsense. Yeah. Um, which is made even funnier when last year when they did their um, Spelljammer book, the one race was actively a race of slaves. Awkward. It got redacted real quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Awkward. But the Hadozi are phenomenal in the lore. Um, they've come a long way. <laughs> but still changes need to be made. Um, but yeah, Wizards got a lot of flack for announcing that change. Um Pronouncing the changes to OTO largely because um, it meant that they were going to be controlling uh, content that was being produced by these third-party producers. Um, they were demanding to be notified of, like, they got final say on anything that was being published, basically. Um, anything over $750,000 a year, Wizards would get 25% of your net sales. That's a huge number. Or 20% if it was Kickstarter-backed. Um, that doesn't make that much of a difference, but, discount. but discounted. But discounted, <laughs> nice. discounted for Kickstarter, because Kickstarter. Um, Yikes. And Wizards could take anything that used the OGL and just say, that's mine now, you can't use it anymore, and then put it in a book in theory. Yeah, in theory. They, they could take it from you being like, this, yeah, is, our this is our content, and then never actually publish it. So anything that you've put the work into now gets lost to the oblivion that is the backlot at Wizards. And if they do release it, then they don't, That's have just to, they don't even have to they, take 25%. They don't have to no. credit you at all. They it's get just 100% full. Of the problem. Yeah. Um, Which, let's face it, if it was good, that's probably what they were doing. They weren't even going to do it. They weren't even going to. They weren't going to spend no. profits. Um, but yeah, there was a huge blowback from it. Um, I know a lot of players who have completely stopped playing Dungeons & Dragons specifically because of that and have yep. changed systems. We mm-hmm. saw that. We saw a lot of people unsubscribing to D&D Beyond. D&D yeah. Beyond yeah. lost D&D a huge... I think, Tim, you're the one that told me that... Um, what's the other big uh, RPG? Pathfinder. Pathfinders. You yeah. said like their sales in the period of like three weeks is what they usually do in like... Uh, yeah, they, they sold eight months of their expected profit margin within three weeks. That six, just six, goes six to, to show well, yeah, you. The, the subscription, like, there's, you can look at the numbers too. We, we don't have them, but the numbers for D&D Beyond was very similar where yeah. you just saw the subscription just plummet. It, yeah. And it there's cr- people that have bought the full it crashed the D&D servers. collection. So many people were bombing out at the same time. It crashed the servers. And yeah, it didn't help, obviously, people, like you said, mentioned Critical Role were like, we are no longer using... D&D yeah. Beyond were no longer... Well, they, they still use D&D Beyond. They do now. Well, well, initially, yeah. they were like, we are they, they were ta- They were taking a step back. They were going to be... Well, they didn't want to be associated with it in the slightest. But they, when they but, first said yeah. it, yeah, they were yeah. like, we are going to be taking steps to separate us from... Yes. Yeah. They, were, they, were very, they were very careful in their wording. I remember interviews from Critical Matt and Marisha that were They're very, pretty good at yeah. tiptoeing around things like that. Um, but Those situations that they're also like the un- backbone, I would oh, say, gotcha. to like the refurbishing it, of. I'm sure a lot D&D of people back. don't like to hear that, but you are. They're they're one of they, the biggest brings- between Critical Role and the pandemic. That is what brought back D and D. But cr- not necessarily. Not necessarily brought they, back. Like was, it was never like fully was, gone, but well, like pre. They were already big pre. They were big. Oh yeah, they're yeah. I know they were they big pre pandemic. 
but nine I, year anniversary or something. I like would that. say what what they bring is they bring the casuals and people who don't know what D and D are, and they can take you take the experienced yeah. players, and it kind of is like a middle ground. And mm-hmm. especially whenever they do one of their one shot episodes, like they've done like they've done Harry Potter, yeah, they've stuff, done a Harry Potter yeah. one, they've done Skyrim as a D and D game. They've yeah, done they're World a good introductory like, introductory to. To show how fun it can be to play yeah, the game. Yeah, exactly. They've done recently, they did a My Little Pony one. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but it does, I know that there are some people that don't like Critical Role for that exact reason. Because yeah. then people have the expectation that all games should be played uh, like theirs, etc. Everyone should expect their DM to be Matt Mercer, which is just totally yep. unfair please, on every level. Please, please, players, do not expect Mercer from your Dungeon Masters. <laughs> like um, that the is, Mercer effect is real. It haunts all of that us. That is a lot of pressure. Especially and including... Matt Mercer. Yeah, I think, yeah, he I, hates I think, it. Matt hates he it. He hates talks about it all yeah. the time. Yeah. He, his thing is, if everyone's having fun, that's what matters. Yeah. You know? It and you sh- your fun shouldn't rely on your DM to be Matt Mercer. Agreed. Yeah. There is only one Matt Mercer. There's only one Mercer. Just like like even the Acquisition Incorporated stuff with Chris Perkins and the High Roller stuff with uh, Mark Humes. Like, yeah, exactly. All of them get it too. And it's like, you get compared to Matt and it's like, but... They're distinctly not Matt. Yeah. To the point where Chris Perkins is the creative story designer from Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> when what's crazy is Matt Matt Mercer has helped Wizards of the Coast with a lot oh, yeah. of, with he, a lot of books. He technically exists in Faerun lore now because he yeah. appeared in um, a shot from uh, I think it's a painting in the um, Waterdeep Dragon Heist book. There's a, a cartoon version of him in the big tavern in Waterdeep. Because, yeah, Matt Mercer's been playing Dungeon Dragons well, yeah, since he, he was is, in yeah. high since school. He was, since he, yeah, since he was a wee bad. So he, and he, I mean, even before Critical Role, he was helping with content because he's just that passionate about yeah. the game. But when someone like that, and now, like you mentioned, is such a high member of this world, yeah. is trying to separate themselves more. Really makes you wonder. It makes you well, think. and it just pushes all the people. I'm like... There is a mob mentality, of course. I'm not saying what they did was right, but once you start seeing a couple of those dominoes fall and those bigger dominoes are saying stuff, yep. there's going to be the people who don't even know what's going on and are just going to blindly fall and be like, they said that this is bad. I'm, I'm and out. I'm jumping ship. There's companies too that like, they've been working, they've had to been working on them for a long time now, but like Paizo is writing its completely own original RPG system. They announced it during this whole drama thing. Um, well, because now people probably feel so unsafe too, yeah. right? Like now they're like, okay, well, and like I don't want that um, to just screw our whole, our entire plan that we put yeah. how yeah. much money into. And like M- MCDM, which is uh, Matt Colville, who started on YouTube making shorts for literally a game series called Running the Game. Yep, all about creating your own D and D stuff. Um, now has his own publishing house. They're writing their own system. Critical Role is working on two of their own systems. Yep, one of which they've already been play testing. Um, it's the they're calling it the Illuminated World system. They've already done a one shot for it called Candela Obscura. It's really yeah. cool, like Victorian steampunky, okay, nice, nice mage punk aesthetic. But yeah, like it's the Wizards of the Coast finally did after some not making any comments at all, really. Yeah, they basically just stood were like down. they just let the fire kind of blaze out a bit. Y- yeah, um, I, well, let's face it. What are you gonna say? After yeah. that, like even it was funny because I listened, I listened to 
Dragon Talk. They're they're like actual official Wizards podcast. Yep. And even those casters, once everything finally resolved and was over, they're like, yeah, we we were trying really hard not to talk about it because we're not fans of it either. Because yeah. it was it was it wasn't even literally it literally wasn't even the Wizards of the Coast execs. It was the Hasbro execs, which owns which, Wizards of the Coast. Which then then it which all then makes tinkered sense. down yeah. because you know we don't hear from these overlords of Hasbro. Yeah. We hear it from the voices that we now are responsible that are responsible, but the ones that we respect as yeah. consumer, um, who you think you've known to trust. Yeah. Who you think you can trust. You've had that relationship have, with, you feel like, especially, especially through fifth edition where like when fourth edition was starting to peter out, they had so much of their content that exists now in five E started out as playtest content. So like almost a five, fifth edition came from the community's feedback. And then for them to turn around and go, community doesn't matter anymore yeah basically like, hasbro being like we liked it better when we were the monopoly of all games yes because well now we have so many amazing games and so many like i don't know what the proper term is i'm gonna say indie like in terms of like yeah. you know you think indie of like, rpgs yeah well just well, not just even that not board games in general, in general. Like, yeah. weird weird we, we're in a era where hasbro at this point people That's are true. just coming up with a bunch of new whether there's a, just a twist on some on a, mm-hmm. of something you know or just brand new games that are just fun. Yeah. Like you think of Sushi Go, stuff like that's just Sushi yeah. Go, even like the new ways they're making Monopoly and stuff too. Yeah. Like all and all the little twists to yeah. what is arguably arguably one of the worst board games of all time. But Hasbro's slice of pie just keeps getting smaller yeah. and smaller yeah. due to this and I mean, that's why that's why they're in the so RPG games too, though. So many new companies, so many the, the number yeah. of board games that I've gotten in through Kickstarter and that have no exactly. affiliation of these major companies, and it's like they want these a slice are way of the, better they than want anything I've played from pie. Yeah, and that's one of their big things now is obviously Dungeons and Dragons is, and the fact that it's for the just most, growing if you, so and if you don't have if you don't have a like a D and D Beyond account, yeah, it's literally a one and done purchase. Yeah, that's fair. Like it's not a repeatable thing. For them to get money out of you, it's a oh you have the core books and maybe two or three other PC books and you're access not a to player Reddit. and ac- access to Reddit, access to Pinterest, Instagram. Like, it's true. Once you know the basics of the game, like you don't, you don't need anything. No, you can exactly. come up with everything on your own. Ask Reddit, ask wherever. Yep. You could find I well, the one shot I ran, I found. I don't even remember. I, found, I think I found it on Reddit, and then it you like, did yeah went down like a little rabbit hole, and the whole thing was right there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm running this. <laughs> and yeah. you can make edits to people's one shots that they've wrote, and like, hey, this is the skeleton of my one shot. A lot of a lot of people are doing them that way now. And that and you just go from there. You don't need exactly. the full a full book. Yeah. To run anything, they give you they give you suggestions on like if you want to run it at a higher level, do this. This could be the plot hook, and these yeah. could be the villains, right? Yep. Like it's you new players, experienced players, try this, try this. Yeah. It's, it's it's never been easier, and don't get me wrong. I've only I've only done one one shot, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna say it's it's <laughs> much harder than it looks. Yeah, but I mean I've only DM twice. Easier so. in terms of coming up with stuff if you ha- struggle with where to begin. Yes, it has never been easier to be like, hey, I'm gonna take this, and then you can add your own flair if you want to. I maybe I from what I did, I added a little bit, but I feel like it's more of a process. Hey, I'm gonna find another story and then with less details and then I'll add more of those and work your way into being yeah. like, now you kind of know the beginning, middle end of what you should have. Yep. And the other thing is 
I think the hardest thing, which probably comes with time, is just getting used to the difficulty of what your party needs to face. Yes. What's the party comprised of? How does that affect the people that they're fighting or the characters that they'll be fighting? Stuff like that. What level are they currently at? How does that affect? That's complicated. I agree. <laughs> are you struggling with the Power I, Ranger RPG? I still that? enjoyed that Power Ranger fight, Matt. Thank you. I just want to put that out there. It was bad. It was a slog, but I. It was. Just, it was I, not it too hard. No, no, I just rolls were just garbage. Every roll was oh, terrible. You mentioned that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, everyone was rolling off. Everyone was rolling but terrible. That's not your fault. Yeah, that's no. their fault. No, but it was like we're at the two-hour mark. I have someone waiting there in silence who's going to join the campaign <laughs> once they finish this damn fight. Who's, who's there? Just air quotes watching. Yeah, he was just watching, <laughs> and he was ready to go. And he's messaging me. He goes, "Man, this fight's taking forever." I was like, "I know." So I literally, I was like, "All right, it's supposed to be like ten hits." I was like, "Okay, fifth hit. I don't care what it is." That's going to be. What does it end up being? We end up tripping him. Yep. And Eddie he kicks him. His head. And oh. yeah, and then yeah. that's it. Sometimes you got to do an audible if that's what works for the I story. know, unfortunately. But but yeah, that's just sometimes it was just bad the, luck. Sometimes bad the dice they give it. And they sometimes take it they take it. Because <laughs> um, some of the thing happened in my one shot where they had they were stuck at a door. And it was like a relatively low roll for unlock for lock picking the door, but mm-hmm. they had a classic, you know, mm-hmm. critical roll moment where they just this door, <laughs> this impenetrable beast of a door. Some fox mocking in doors. They man. couldn't get so. Thankfully, this uh, broken down castle did have a spot they could climb up, and one of them had the ability to to fly for. So they got over, and instead of uh, going straight to the door or figuring or bringing someone with them. They, they just went exploring. in by themselves, and there's a, a yeah, a not good thing. I uh, a spider, or I forget what it was, but yeah. something like that. And it had like a web move that oh, kept them down, stuck and down they couldn't. And, and then they kept oh, rolling boy. poorly and couldn't get out of the web. So, so now people are stuck at the door and, and in the he's, web. Yeah, dying. Yeah, getting constantly hit. And I was like, and I'm just thinking in my head, I'm just like, oh no, they're not even getting past the door. Nope. Um, but now Tim, so I yep. know you have D and D two days a week usually here. Yep. Um, and then a thing that we kind of mentioned beforehand is the fact that a lot of people jump ship for a little bit when the whole Wizards Coast thing was, and I know you guys took a break from D and D specifically and you guys tried out a crap ton of different yeah. RPGs. Yes. Which ones did you guys try? Um, cause so I know obviously there's a crap ton. We've talked about briefly a couple different ones, but yeah, we, um, so we haven't fully separated ourselves for our main Saturday night game. Um, we had talked about switching over to Pathfinder, um, but the way I believe it's our our sorcerer, the way our sorcerer is built, and the way I mean, my cleric could easily just be changed and i have no problem with that but the way our sorcerer was built was specifically within the realm of fifth edition okay so he would have to completely change his character concept and he was a really he's a really cool dragon ball z character (laughs) (laughs) he's literally he is literally a saiyan nice his name is daikon so following the vibes of yep saiyan names um and he goes super saiyan when he gets really pissed off nice fantastic he uh gets poofs yeah he gets the poofs um to the point where for our in-person games our dm has ordered two copies of the miniature one that's basic and one's got and his one hair spiked and well the basic one has his hair spiked too oh classic. but when it's super saiyan it's blonde pink. it's pink. oh it's pink. he goes pink. rose nice rose um 
but Goku so, Black. <laughs> yeah. But for so for that one, we are sticking with 5e. Um, and then my Tuesday games, we alternate between a regular campaign, which um, is being DM'd by the my my good friend Leah, who DM'd our Disney Princess game yep. that I told you guys about. Yep. Um, she's running an actual module. She's running oh, Wild okay, Be- cool. Wild Beyond the Witchlight from Fifth Edition, so we're sticking with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my other Tuesday's games, we've been doing our experiments. Um, oh, experiments! Yeah. <laughs> um, the first one that we ran was a one shot that I did that was using Fantasy Flight Games um, Edge of the Empire, which is Star Wars, where you're basically um, so they have three: they have Edge of the Empire. Age of Rebellion and Force and Destiny, all focusing on different things within that like Imperial era, like pre New Hope kind okay. of vibe. Um, Mandalorian time, not Mandalorian time. Sorry, uh, Andori and Andor, Andor and Rebels yeah. and um, Matt's favorite time. I'm sorry. How? What were your thoughts on Andor? It was exceptional. The character development was great it really made rogue one feel like something special just wait for season two i'm waiting for season two yeah eagerly um (laughs) (laughs) oh i tried so hard not to break there anyways it's fine i know you haven't seen it whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i've seen part of it i know you've seen part i've seen episode two and one shoot you're an episode ahead of me (laughs) i've and i've seen rogue one yes so have i all right so you saw five years later no, but, man, um, it doesn't count if you don't actually watch the movie. I've seen Rogue One. <laughs> I just didn't like it that much. It's a hot take. I'm well aware, and I stick by it, that Rogue One, no one needed 3.5, okay? I liked the ending. But they all died. It was great. Third, third edition needed 3.5. No, they got the yeah, plans out. They all died. It's irrelevant. No, all, all the of plans the char- got out. All of the characters that we got connected to in the past two hours died. Surprise, yeah, surprise. But we know that they were good people. Yeah. We know that yeah. they did what was right in the end, Matt. <laughs> um, Listen. But yeah, so we, we, we did a session of that. Um, and for a couple of my players, they weren't huge Star Wars nerds. Um, so they enjoyed their time. They probably won't return to it. But okay. um, Leah, who played with us, um, has suggested that she wants to play again. Um, so I'm down to run another Star Wars thing. If, if you guys wanted to run a Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. Cough, <laughs> cough. Wink. Wink. wink, wink. Um, so we did that. We've run um, using the Savage World system. We did a fun little feudal Japan one shot. Oh, nice. That was also set in the world of Fruits Basket. Okay, so people were turning into so animals. So we were members of the Soma family. Um, okay. <laughs> Un- unexpected twist. Yeah. We were the the three of us were members of the Soma family. Nice. Um, we had a samurai because you can't have feudal Japan. Well, you can't. Um, yeah, gotta have that. We had a um, once again, Leah was our um, like stay at home teenage girl. Oh, okay. Kind of just experiencing nice. the world for the first time, yep. kind of thing. Naive, little naive, a uh, little bit of a showboat. Um, All right. Very wanted nice. St- wanted to stand up for herself. Uh, we basically made a party of a warrior and two bards because I was a, um, I was I was actually a writer. Oh, okay. but I was writing like folklore and stuff. So it's like there's a writer in Fruits Basket. I right? have I have these 
I have these stories that could explain when our family turns into animals and why you see just a random horse running through the yep. middle of this town square for no reason. But there's folklore things, so I can BS our family's way out of that problem. Yeah, that's like the way of creating excuse. Like, yeah, yeah. I was literally the guy that's that actually you to pretty smart. Excuses, that's pretty um, smart. Which helps because there a would lot. need to be. Yeah, yeah. For Especially sure. when you're dealing with the cat spirit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, oh dang! Wow, you guys went all in on the lore. We really did. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only one of us who's actually shifted though was our was Leah. She went to she went full tiger. Nice. Um, but um, yes, we had that one, and now we're we're playing through. Um, it's actually my full Saturday night group now joining us on Tuesday nights. Um, for uh, it's a Pathfinder adventure from first edition called Burnt Offerings. It's like their first module that they released for it, mm-hmm. but we're playing it through in a system called XDM, which is literally a former DM has created a thesis on what you need to run a successful RPG, and it got turned into an RPG. <laughs> nice. You have three stats, mind, body, oh and spirit. <laughs> okay. And you basically discover your powers as you go along. So I, I made for myself a, um, uh, alcohol enthusiast of a dwarf mercenary. All right. Um, okay. who spat alcohol. Like he chugged his drink and spat through a torch and now he has alcoholic fire breath. Skill unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, okay. as long as I have access to my booze, which is always on me, and an open flame, I can breathe fire on somebody. That's pretty cool. I'm a freaking drunken pyro over here. Basically. And we've got, like, we've got what is effectively a warlock. We have a psionicist, so somebody who does, like, Jean Grey stuff mm-hmm. with telekinesis and telepathy. And a freaking X-Men. Yeah, and a bard. And a bard. <laughs> Colossus. And a bard. Those are the freaking X-Men. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and those are kind of the three main ones that we've done so far. Um, we because it's now our full Saturday night group. Whenever we miss a Saturday night game, we end up usually playing our Saturday night game on Tuesdays, which we're actually doing this week. (laughs) (laughs) Which is now technically three weeks ago. Which is yeah. Which is now technically three weeks ago. Time Um, travel. Time travel. X Men stories. X Men. Um, We are the X. But yeah, I want to get in. I've got um the six one six system. That's coming out soon. I've got, I have I've got the, the promo. I've the, got the playtest rules for yeah, it, too. Yeah, as do I. I. That. that should be dropping within the next relatively weeks. soon, yeah. actually. Um, yeah, within... Tim could have it. I could have it by the right time now. this episode airs. Um, He's excited. He's loving it. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got, like... Matt's pulling it up right now. We're all in bated breath. This dead air is awesome. Woo! Just keep chatting. Where's the actual the playbook? That's the playtest core book. rule book. Here we there go. We go. You can buy it off Amazon. August oh, first. Nice. nice. So maybe a week ago, maybe this maybe. week. Who knows? Only Matt. So of course, they're doing a Kang book too. Yeah. Well, this comes out like three months later. Yeah. yeah. It there's all has to relate. Oh, gotta be Kang. Because you know I'm gonna pick this up. Oh and yeah. Then there's also I was talking to the dude at our local board game store. There is. Three RPG books coming out for Power Rangers this year still. Oh, hells yeah. Because we have the one that comes out where when we're recording last week sure. just came out. Um, and that's just, a, I think it's a source book. Okay. And then we have the book that's going to be the playtest book to cross over Power Rangers to G.I. Joe to Transformers. Oh, so, you so can we're actually cross starting over. to get the, mu- the multiverse of them now. Yeah. And then the next one is the Monster Manual one from Finster. 
and that's, oh, that's literally it. just gonna yeah. be a straight book of monsters. We're gonna be needing that yeah. one, that's and then there's also gonna be an adventure game, adventure book as well coming out. I okay, think. yeah, because there's just the one adventure module for that right now, right? The carnival. Oh uh, no! So that one came with the uh, the DM screen the set thing. Um, came with the DM screen, and then they came out with a separate source book. Oh okay. And that's just through. That's just the Power Ranger. I don't know what Transformers or GSO Joe stuff's think, coming out. I think Transformers has at least one source book. I think that I've I saw yeah. it, I saw uh, Comic Con. That one I'm tempted to get, but I'm gonna get that later. Down. Like I'm not a huge Transformers fan, but I just want to know if we could like. I mean, do the Decepticons of, like play. I feel like we could, but yeah, absolutely homebrew, could. obviously. Ghost Megazord versus Starscream. I just think it's great. Just great. have a bunch of GI Joe people find Morphers, yeah. then they, you know, oh, Megazord versus Transformers. <gasps> oh God! Now I'm trying to. And then My Little Pony because it's also the same yep, system it's all as the same well. System too. Think about it. Lord yeah. Zed comes out of nowhere, throws the thing. The little ponies become giants, and then the Transformers and the GI <laughs> Joes who are in the Megazord have to defeat a bunch of My Little Ponies. Rainbow dashing got crap on them. But Princess Celestia, friendship I, is magic. They're gonna die. <laughs> Anyways, no, no, friendship is magic. Um, but yeah, so there's the Marvel one. <laughs> I've got, I've got the Avatar. Yeah, the last the Avatar one. I gotta look into that. I've got um, the starter set for the Fallout RPG, which is very much focused on survivalism. So it's much darker and more um, gruesome. More gruesome, more um, uh, inventory management based because you do need to eat. You do need to like drink. the complete opposite of like the complete opposite of most RPGs. Yeah, yeah. Um, you actually have to care about the things that actually keep your character alive, correct. not just having a health potion, not just something. rat away in medex. Um, <laughs> and but you can upgrade like all your weapons have all the upgrades they would in like Fallout Four. Oh, that's so you can cool. deck out your pistol with a scope and all this stuff. Um, okay. And then, what else do I got? I have Starfinder, which is the sci-fi version of Pathfinder. I've got, I just received through Kickstarter, um, Everyday Heroes, which is a 5e adaptation of what was 3rd edition's D20 Modern. Um, so it uses the six, the six core, class, six core classes are based around the six attributes. So you have a smart, a wise, a charismatic, a tough, a fast, and a strong. And then there are subclasses within that that are more like you have a ranger guy, you have yeah. a barbarian dude, you have a heavy weapons specialist. Like it basically becomes TF2 at one point. Um, but I'm, I'd be excited to run that. It got came with a couple interesting miniatures. Um, basically, I got I got Rambo and the Crow. As the models, because because there were actually like in the Kickstarter, you could buy, you could get the source books that gave you, uh, film adaptations for it. So there was oh, there was Crow, cool. there yeah. was Rambo, um, Pacific Rim, King Kong. Uh, I forget what the other two were now. I think like uh, Universal Soldier was one of them. Yeah. Now there's other ones too that uh, you have Mike Mice and Mix Mice and, Mystics. Mice and Mystics is an RPG in a box board game. Yeah. Um, but I still love busting that out when it's um board game night. Yeah. Um, and then there's other time. ones too that I bought that I know we still want to play through. Um, the Animal Adventure starter kit one. Yep. yep. Animal Adventures is, is super cute. Basically, you're just a dog or a cat, yep. but you're like different. Mm-hmm. Well, and, essentially, what it it goes down to now is that 
if you don't one, if you don't want to support Wizards of the Coast, Coast. yeah, or you know, to be fair, Dungeons and Dragons, the overall lore isn't for everyone. That that setting overall, there's too much stuff to the Forgotten Realms. There's so many other options that might be more fitting to whether that be characters or character types Mm -hmm. you want to play, archetypes you want to play, or just the overall world that you want to be in absolutely if you feel more comfortable and you want to be a firebender within the avatar universe do it up it it actually exists you don't have to be a way of four elements monk anymore yep exactly um but i I will say um jumping back to the ogl stuff wizards has um i'm gonna call it backpedaling because i don't have a better word for it retracted retracted redacted oh not redacted retracted basically all the changes they were making to the OGL and locked it in through outside legalese that they will not be making any changes to it. Because you know people weren't going to believe them. Exactly. Yeah. That no one's going to tr- gonna take their word for and anything it, anymore. And the fact that, like, with, um, with Pathfinders, with, with Paizo's system that they were creating, they were creating, I forget what their... OGL was effectively being called, but they it abbreviated down to Orc. And they were opening it up to anyone who wants to contribute to it. They have no say in any of the legal stuff that happens. It, it's outsourced entirely to a team of um, exterior lawyers and an exterior law division and everything. That's all like pro bono putting this stuff together because they're huge fans of RPGs too. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter where you go in this walk of life. Somebody is going to be a nerd. It's fair. <laughs> so like there's now a secondary OGL that if you don't feel comfortable contributing to the wizards one, you can jump in on orc. Okay. And it doesn't just apply to whatever new system Pathfinder comes Pathfinder comes up with, whatever new system MCDM comes up with. It's going to be for anyone and everyone <coughs> who wants to make content for whatever system that isn't. Damn. This is the coast. <laughs> well, there that, it is. And they've just, that's like proof that they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Cause that could be people helping improve their system. Exactly. Already. And like the fact that Pathfinder exists is because <coughs> Wizards of the Coast screwed up with third edition. So their main competitor, they made, and now their main competitor, they made stronger. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Feels bad. I agreed. Yeah. I agreed. All right, what else do we have here on the list? We got, oh, so we hinted at this last week, but now we have Tim here. You can uh, give the, the community that, well, you were on the app, but, and I'm sure you listened to it. People loved the Chip oh. Trio. Oh, I understand last week, and you mean last week for us, but that's about <laughs> six episodes ago. For the <laughs> listeners. This makes a lot more sense. I was like, last week, I was like, dude, the episode that came out last week is probably going to be the movie review one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So last I'm like, wait a us. second. Last week wait for us second. in person, in, in real for you listeners, about six plus episodes ago. But episode 58, 59, 50, something like that. Uh, in episode like 52, that. obviously we yeah. asked a bunch of people what they loved, what some of their favorite moments were. And to, honestly, to our surprise, we got a lot of people that loved the one shot. Not just people that don't even play Dungeons and Dragons. That's yeah. the best part. The people are just, hey, I loved it. It was fun. It was really fun to listen to. You know, when are you doing another one? So give the people what which, they want to. Which is, which is incredibly humbling because 
I am a huge victim of the Mercer effect. So every yeah. time I hear that somebody who isn't sitting at my table and feels obligated to say they enjoyed it, I mean, we say, says that they enjoy it. It's just incredibly humbling, and I love it. I mean, um, Tim can control the weather. That's better than what Matt Mercer yeah, can do. <laughs> Matt Mercer, who am I right? I was say, am I right? Matt Mercer is also in a relatively soundproof studio. <laughs> That's true, and we have a DM that can control the weather. Exactly. Correct. So done deal. Um, the Tim effect. The Tim. The Tim. The Tim effect. Spontaneous weather. DD Guru effect. That was that was my highlight, honestly. The fact that it was pouring rain, it fit the setting so perfectly, and we that. literally beat the villain, and the sun, and the sun came, came, out. Out. came out. And the it was like a movie. <laughs> and we wouldn't have believed it if the blinds weren't open. Exactly. I know. It was amazing. Like, I loved it. That was that was just peak. Could yeah. not be better. Yep. Um. But yeah, it is. It is happening, guys. It is in the works. I have. I have plans. Um. As was mentioned in the episode, it'll be a little bit of a time skip, a little bit of a level skip, um, which, Matt, I will be sitting down with you so you can learn how to be screwed. <laughs> Matt, you can learn. Because you guys were level five okay. for that first one, which, you know, third level spells is where it starts to get serious. Um, and jumping into your first one shot with third level spells can be a lot as a cleric. Yeah, there's a lot of spells. Yeah. There's a lot less spells when you're a cleric, but they're important spells. They are important. Um, this one will probably be, I'm not going to put a lock in it yet, but probably be seventh level. Okay, gosh. I thought you were going to make no. a larger jump no, like dude, that. We're, no, that's a big jump. We're going to level know, 17, boys. I know two levels is still a big jump, yeah. but I was scared you'd be like, it's, yeah, level 10. And I'm like, You'd be amazed at some of the spells you can unlock. And that's no, I know that. It's, like yeah. your, it's, it's your next spell level unlock, effectively. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Everyone will have to relearn their character. And as as an added bonus, I am currently playing a cleric who at the time this time this episode comes out, I will be level eight, possibly level nine. So I have have some experience knowledge of what you're perfect. That's good, because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Sometimes my cleric doesn't know what the hell he's doing either. But I did okay. Uh, you did no, you did really good. Um, just know the chip the chip brothers are coming back. The brothers are returning. Dorito, Frito, and Cheeto. Cheeto. Will return. <laughs> they will return. There's another case. There is another case. Just a couple of years in the future. And, and I, feel, I feel comfortable with where I am with the storytelling. This time we will see it from the cliffside edge of the Noble District. Oh. Outside the mists that plague the city. Exciting stuff. Spicy stay, stuff. Stay yeah, tuned for that, spices. guys. It's going to be great. We're not going to do a session zero this time, so no. there won't be some <laughs> really long, really awkward silences. Really awkward silences. Uh, It'll be all gameplay, potentially video. Yep, yep. We're we'll working look, on that. We'll look into it. Hopefully, we'll have everything together to do it. But, and I know we don't have Eric here, but I know that he is beyond excited. Third as ship well. brother will return. Yeah, we got to get the whole band together. Yeah, get the band yeah, back exactly. together. Case can't be solved with two people. Exactly. Three halflings in a trench coat. I'm telling you. It is a viable theory. <laughs> we done good. We, done, we survived and saw the matters. You did. We did survive. And the sun came out. You survived against a... I think it was a CR 7 or 8. Beastial. I'm not the DM. I know. I know I'm looking yeah. at, I'm looking <laughs> Don't at, look at me, dude. I'm looking at you. I'm trying to remember what it is without trying to pull it up in my phone because I got that... 
I got that book in my phone. He survived against Morbius. That's what I'm telling. Basically, you. exactly. That's yeah. So that was see, and again, that was a creature. I know who the new villain's gonna be for oh us. Oh my gosh, he's gonna it's be, gonna be, a be part Craven. Lion. <laughs> there might be a rhino, um, <laughs> but actually, that monster that we fought only exists because of the original OGL. Oh, okay. that creature came from a book. The Tim Tiny episode together. Um, what it's called but it's all monsters from witcher 3 oh okay so cool. it's got that book has you can get like you go from like drowners and neckers all the way up to the hags all the way into the higher and lower vampires which that thing was one of the lower vampires damn um all the way through to the greater demons the morhoons or whatever they're called it is pretty awesome to think that if you like a fantasy setting video game yep. show etc that yeah Somebody. More often or not, you could probably look it up Somebody and there's going to, people have done like a, their own version of the monster guide on those monsters. And, like, that, and the city that you guys were playing in was loosely based on Novigrad from Witcher 3. Okay. That's pretty amazing. So based on it, like just it's, it's overall design was yeah. it's very Novigrad-y. So. And it was a great setting. Yeah. It's it a per, fantastic. It's, it's, a, it's a great setting. I'm Building it, and it works so perfectly with yeah. the content. Like, it did, and I'm built. I am building it up some more for some homebrew stuff that we might see at some point. Land shark. <clears throat> it's gonna be a shark. Fun fact: the land sharks exist in D and D. They're called bullets. I didn't stutter. <laughs> land shark. It's gonna be a land shark. <laughs> New Spider Man. Damn. It's gonna be a man that's gonna be bit by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> we call those were sharks. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I don't like they, that. They also I know that's why the whole wear thing exists, but wear sharks. Oof. The the rule is that they have. Oh to my be God! Predators. Victor Crumb was a wear shark. Victor Crumb was one hundred percent wear shark. They have the the rule with, rule with lycanthropes is they have to be a predator. Why the heck do wear rats exist? I mean, rats because are rats are technically know, a predator. But that's just weird. They're just a small version of a predator. Yeah. Yes. Everyone, the ecosystem. Yeah. Baby, ecosystem. <laughs> that's why, like, Curse of Strahd has wear ravens. That's scary. That's just that's, that's just terrifying. Yeah. yeah just Is scary. it just kind of like a harpy feel? A, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Scary thought. Kind of, kind of harpy, kind of like a bigger kenku. Oh my gosh! You know what those are? The were ravens, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Yes, those are were ravens. Those are one hundred percent were ravens. <laughs> oh dear. And it's nightmare fuel when I was a child. I mean, it was also oh. ooze, but you know, they're coming back, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And before we wrap up this episode, I'll do one more plug for us. <laughs> I'll do one more plug, which yeah. is something we've mentioned multiple times on the podcast. But since we, since we have Tim here, who will, in fact, most likely, I'm going to say 99.5% be participating, is the board games that board Matt, game Matt plans on doing. The board yes. game content. I know that Tim's excited and eager. And we'll be contributing to many games. Yes. <laughs> to, we have the to first help two Matt games figured out. And the others enjoy themselves playing some board games and I'm sure Do I'm we sure know the, are we sticking with the first game that we were going to play originally? Or is it so what I think we're thinking? Yeah, three words. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Well, there you go. See? It's a it's a board game that has three words. It's done by my favorite board game company. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but definitely keep it's your not eyes Hasbro, out. It's not Hasbro by the way. <clears throat> definitely. Matt has I'll say, as busy as he is, he has slowly been working and looking into it. So yes, I we don't know the exact time frames, but the content the goal is to have at least one of those videos for done by in the summer. So yes, when 
can't before say, the end of the summer. That's all that matters. Can't say for now, but until then, definitely keep your eyes out for it. We're, there's going to be plenty of content around board games. It's going to be short form content, Long review form content, content. Uh, and then just straight up the whole game, which will be put on our uh, our other channel. Exactly, which you can find in the description down below in our link tree. Heck yeah, you should check out our YouTube channel. Always, Discord. it's in Linktree. In Ask questions. Everything. Tim's Discord. there too. Tim's in the Discord. You have, I, you have any RPG questions? You Tim. Can ask them. Tim will answer them. I can't make it. And if I, <laughs> don't if, I, us. if I don't know the answer right off the hop, <laughs> I will find it. Exactly. There You're there the you D&D go. guru. I will be, and I can almost guarantee you, I'll be full of less vitriol than Reddit. There you go. See? He's <laughs> there you than, go. He's nicer than Reddit. I'm nicer than Reddit. It's a low <laughs> bar, but I got to set it. You heard it here first. He's nicer than Reddit. <laughs> yeah, if you ever feel Put that like, on a if you ever have a question... Don't feel free. Don't be scared. Ask the, any of the fellow misfits. I'm sure there's, if it's not Matt and I, I'm sure there's someone within our community that can help you out and answer your oh, question. Absolutely. Or exactly. guide, at least guide you into the right direction. If Heck you yeah. But Tim, thanks for being on, on this episode. Yes, I think Thank you're almost tied with Greeno. <sighs> <laughs> until I'm working on it. I'm working again. on it. Exactly. But until then, yeah, thanks, Tim, for coming out. Um, thanks, guys, for having me again. He's, you're still doing all the minis and stuff like that. They can all check that out on your Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I got to update. Plug yourself, Tim. Instagram. Damn it. Yeah. Um, well, we talked about the Marvel stuff too. And exactly. Yeah. So okay. So we got a. So um, I'm on Instagram at uh, door number two studios. Um, door N O number two studios. Um, you can check me out there for all my miniatures that I've been working on. Um, there's some. Um, on there most recently there's some D model stuff there's some some stuff from star wars legion which is an amazing little there you go there you go skirmish style game i got some eldar from warhammer 40k and i'll soon be posting some stuff some space marine stuff for warhammer with nice. the new edition coming around the corner if it's not posted by now uh, if it's not posted, well it probably won't be posted i mean by, by the, when the episode comes when, out yes when the episode comes yeah. out I understand my, the timeline of this whole episode. My, <laughs> my test squad, which is me figuring out my color scheme for my Marines, will be posted. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, I will actually have a copy of the 10th edition starter set. Cool. And I'll be nice. working on both Space Marines and some Tyranids because I yeah. love me my Xenomorphs. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can find that stuff there on Instagram. You can also hit, honestly, ask me a question on the Discord, guys. Yeah, there you go. I... Love talking about this stuff. You I want to get started on an RPG? Yeah. If you, There's no if, one better if, to ask. Yeah. If, exactly. if you got a specific niche you want to look into and don't know where to kick it, hit me. Well, don't physically hit him. Don't, don't hit him. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's I don't, don't physically hit him. Hoorah. Anyways. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Until next week. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.